country of South Carolina native who is on the cutting edge of the fashion industry for designing women's clothes for literally everybody. Christy Pratt, the founder of Morph Clothing, started our conversation with a major announcement. Is this what we would call breaking news? Well, this is breaking news. Yes, absolutely. So pull out your pen and paper for this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Clay Weldon and I met uh, a few years ago, and uh, we have been living together for about a year and a half. He has a, a special, severely special needs son, and um, who is now 20, and we got to blend our families together and multiply the love. And last Friday, this, this is funny, Carolyn, we were planning on getting married on the Miss Emily, which is a yacht in Charleston Harbor. Mm -hmm. um, and at the last minute, of course, this pseudo hurricane Nicole decided she was going to fly in all that oh. <laughs> So, <laughs> so our, wet, you know, our yacht wedding oh. turned into something much more simple at a uh, friend's clubhouse at the uh, Bristol Marina. And you know what? After I got over the panic and sorrow of like not having this ridiculous wedding on a yacht, it was the best experience of my life. So surrounded by the most important people in our lives. So it was it was wonderful. Chrissy Pratt, thank you so much for speaking with me. And I guess the very pressing question to ask is, what does a clothing designer wear on her wedding day? Oh my, oh my. Well, you know, because sustainability is first and foremost in my mind, I didn't want to go and spend a ton of money and get something, um, you know, that I was obviously going to wear once. And so I actually went to the Charleston showroom which is downtown, and it is a rental slash resale. Uh, beautiful uh, cocktail gowns and dresses and so forth. I found one I fell in love with immediately and was able to purchase it, you know, at next to nothing because it had been a piece that had been recycled. And I'm actually very proud of that, you know? I'm, that's part of our mission, you know, is to, to reuse and recycle and, live sustainably and you know as far as morph goes is creating those pieces that are um elegant and timeless mm -hmm. you know so that you're not following trends and chasing trends and throwing things away i love that very often you know we spend so much money on what we wear on that day and it's not something we think about wearing again or you know every once in a while someone might consider giving it to someone else as a gift or right. you know goes down the line through a right. family but right. that you deliberately made the effort to find something that I had did. been enjoyed and worn before yes. and worn yeah. again. Yeah, absolutely. And supporting, you know, a local business. You know, Charleston is my home. And, you know, we have such a great group of, of female entrepreneurs here that, you know, when I first moved back here, I didn't even realize the resources and the just uplifting energy that, that lives here. You know, this is really a hot spot for female creatives, go-getters, and entrepreneurs. And I, I didn't know that when I moved here in 2000. Um, and then moved to Miami as we had purchased a, a CETO. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's the, the operation where um, we would tow recreational mm -hmm. boaters if they were in trouble. That mm -hmm. kind of thing. You see them when you're out on the water here yes. on Show Creek and so forth. So that took me away from, from Charleston for a little bit and 
came back about 10 years ago or maybe a little less um and just really fell back in love with the the most beautiful city in the world as far as i'm concerned so and with the most amazing people for support so it's been a wonderful time you've designed this line of clothing that changes with the mood if you will and the need of the person wearing the item yeah. right so tell us more about more the way this thing got started, so I'll just give you a little bit of backstory, is um, I was living down in Miami at the time and uh, just got obsessed with sewing. I don't have a fashion background. Uh, in fact, I, uh, I was a psychology major, for goodness sake. But um, my father passed down his mother's sewing machine to me, and I'd really never sewn anything before outside of curtains. But um, I became obsessed with wanting to learn to sew two little kids at the time, probably three and five. Um, and I just, every morning, like at four o'clock, I would wake up and start sewing. And then I realized pretty quickly on that I am incredibly dyslexic and that I couldn't read a dress <laughs> pattern to save my life. I'm okay. not kidding. It was like, I, I should have been building a rocket to the moon at that point. <laughs> so I threw those things away and ruined tons of fabric trying to create pieces that you know, if I could do one thing with, like, what if I, what if this piece could do something else? And so in a way, my dyslexia became an advantage because I had to kind of take a trip a long way around the mountain a few hundred times to do it my way, which is sort of cut first and uh, sew later and see if it fits. And if it doesn't go back again and then create a pattern. So it's, a very unorthodox way to work and quite frankly very frustrating mm -hmm. um so there were times where i was like okay i don't know what i'm doing but i feel compelled to keep making this piece and it took over a year to make because my goal was really to create something that could change with the miami weather if you're hot you can you can take the sleeves down and, and wear it as a skirt or wear it as a strapless dress or wear it to cocktails you know, I wanted women to feel comfortable in it, and I wanted women of all shapes and sizes to feel beautiful in this piece. And quite frankly, that's that's it's not a small task. Um, most of these very you know high end designers have been designing for years for these runway models, mm -hmm. and none of us are that. You know, I know I'm not. Is, well, I'm not either. <laughs> I mean, it does, none of us. No, they aren't either. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> in, in real life. Mm -hmm. But like the thing is, is that. I wanted to create for real women and to serve their bodies in a way that fashion has been neglecting. Um, I want women to take fashion back. The power should be in their hands, right? So I wanted to create something that, you know, I'm, I always say I'm built like a 14 year old boy. I mean, at least from the back, <laughs> maybe not. Um, but you know, I, I wish I had curves with this dress because what these, this capsule dress does it allows women to show off what they love about their bodies. And I remember early on, Carolyn, doing like trunk shows and plus size women wouldn't want to try anything on. And, mm -hmm. you know, they would finally put this piece on and I would morph them, if you will. Because I'm going to tell you, it can look like a potato sack when you first put it on and you don't know what to do with it. So um, after I got to morph them, I remember, you know, one woman just getting teary eyed looking at herself because. She didn't know her waist was so little because she was wearing this boxy stuff and it showed off her hips and her beautiful shoulders. And, you know, it's, I always say it's never the dress. It's how you feel in the dress or how you feel in anything you wear 
for that matter, you know? Um, it's the confidence that, that you exude that is really attractive. Um, and if you have the power to change because you're hot and sticky or you get to wear the same dress uh, through maternity because the only real sizing that matters is the bust size. Mm -hmm. So we kind of took on a lot mentally as far as like wanting to change the way sizing is done. So when you get a dress from Morph, you are typically about three or four sizes smaller than you are at other brands because we really only go by the bus size. So I've had plus size women wearing small because they might have a 32, 34 inch bust. Then, no, I can't be a small, I'm never a small. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you're a small girl, trust me you are. <laughs> like, this is a totally different concept. Right. And that in and of itself is, is, is liberating. I think what's uh, really also important about your line is the fabric. I mean, so is yeah. that why you, we are able, you know, someone who yes. traditionally might not be considered a small, and I, I yes. just don't understand how the fabric can yes. stretch yes. in this way so that everyone's, you know, or a lot of people are wearing the same size dress. Right. The fabric is everything. And because we're a sustainable company, we seek to use only sustainable fabrics, which means fabrics like a uh, uh, modal, which is like a cellulose from birch trees, uh, or a bamboo, something that's easily renewable. Now, these types of stretchy fabrics don't have any cotton in them, uh, because cotton is a huge polluter by way of all the water and so forth and resources that are necessary to actually produce an article of clothing. So we try to find the most sustainable clothing, but the stretch is everything mm -hmm. and the retention. So, you know, I have people that have had dresses. For, for, for five years, you know, or own 15 of them because they will always fit no matter how much weight you gain or lose because we go by really only the bus size. It's completely fluid and the hips and waist don't matter except unless you want to tie it off and show off your hips and wear it tight. Mm -hmm. um, so fabric really is everything. But when you are talking about, you know, sustainable fabrics, high quality fabrics, fabrics that aren't going to pill and fabrics that will retain stretch, which is really important because you can wear this as a shirt, which means you're yanking it all the way up and it's got to stay at your tummy nice and, and, and snug or any length, you know, it needs to stay across your knees if you want to wear it shorter. Mm -hmm. So it's very, and I'll tell you, you know, fabric wasn't such a massive issue until the pandemic. And that kind of rocked our world a little bit because we had just uh, tapped into some massive viral worldwide success and needed to ramp up production like crazy. And then COVID hit and the supply chain, and it's still not the same, mm -hmm. but uh, it just, it just, it just kaputskied, you know, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, and so that just made it really difficult because, you know, the testing of these fabrics, they might feel the same, they might look the same, but if they aren't the same level of quality, then they're not going to last for ages. And then I'm doing the earth a disservice. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, and when people invest in something, I want it to hopefully replace 20 things in their closet. You know, you don't need 15 little black dresses when you have one that can do 60 things. And what that means is that on the on the neck portion sleeves and upper upper part there are about 20 different ways to style it at three different lengths so you could wear it you know a t-length kind of situation with you know, the top styled a certain way so it's about 20 different 
ways to style the dress at three different lengths. So as a shirt with leggings, um, that's 20 different ways. You know, mid-length at the knee is another 20 different, you know. So it's really 20 different sort of necklines at three different lengths, any, any length you want. So that becomes a shirt, um, something you can wear to yoga, something you can wear to soccer, that same piece you tie differently and add some glam earrings and heels and you leave the office and you're ready for cocktails. You know, so the whole thing for me too really was ease of dressing. Mm -hmm. You know, we have so many choices and then we try to pack our bags for travel. We take everything we own and we hate our closet basically at at some other destination. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We open our stuff and hate it just as much there as we did at home. So, you know, I wanted to kind of have a piece that could work for so many different things that we could travel a lot lighter and feel beautiful. And and women like to change. Mm -hmm. I know for me, Carolyn, like if I was, I used to be in a corporate sales and and pharmaceuticals and I think I survived that rat race, but, um, but you know, people would go out in their suits and this and the other after work. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to look like I just stepped out of a doctor's office. If I'm having a a cocktail with a friend. I want to mm-hmm. look like I'm dressed for that. And you can in five seconds. You just change it. So, Christy, who is uh, the customer? Who is the morph customer? Who's buying you know, this is, clothing? You know, that is really such a, a, a timely question. The morph customer is all over the board. And even when you look at our Instagram, you know, you look at these beautiful curated Instagram pages that are moody and, you know, how they know exactly who their target audience is. Ours is all about diversity. Mm-hmm. Really, you know, we have women who will, you know, save up money for six months to buy this piece. And then we'll have women who own 15 of them right. because they understand the ease of them. And so, you know, women, I would say probably ages uh, 28 to 55 or so, mm-hmm. um, which is a pretty broad span. And um, of course, of every shape and size and so forth. So we have women from all over the world. We went very viral and grew very quickly a couple of years ago and I had to learn how to scale and how to sell to uh, you know Germany and the UK and uh, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, South Africa. Um, there's a desire for this all over the world. I'm just going to say yours truly, that 55 age that you said, I think yeah. you might want to inch yeah. that up a little bit more. Um, well, not, without so too much too. disclosure, Actually, 55 to, is still yeah, young. Right. <laughs> 55 is still young. And I think so. Funny, but, well, I will say, listen, listen, and, and listen, 10 years is always older than we are, right? <laughs> right. And that's right. And the thing is, is like some women are like, well, I don't like to show my arms. Or after a certain age, I don't like to whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you do like? Show off those legs. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, you can wear a pashmina over your shoulders or one of our other pieces like the Nomad Wrap. Right. You know, we're not a one-hit wonder. Everything that I do is multi-wear. And it goes together that... You know, you really can wear this. I mean, I do have women that are in their 70s and 80s wearing this piece beautifully. Of I, one of my favorites is a, is a client in Jerusalem who has to dress fairly conservatively in the daytime. She's an amazing older woman in her 70s and is one of my biggest clients because she knows that she can change it in her private time and, and accentuate it with, you know, older pieces that she loves in her closet or blazers. It's really all across the board. Mm-hmm. I mean, anyone that, that likes to change and feel confident. And the thing is, too, is you it, it always fits. So 
no matter how much you lose or how much you gain or, you know, you go through menopause and now you're fluffy in the middle and, you know, you're like, wait a minute, this isn't my body. I mean, I'm, I'm right on your heels, by the way. So um, <laughs> It always you know, fits literally as well as figuratively, right? It always fits because, and it drapes. Yeah. So the way that it drapes, even though it's a lot of fabric, is that you're always looking kind of sucked in, if you will, you know, and when you feel that way, you can eat what you want and be comfortable. And like I said, that confidence, that's really the sexiest thing of all. I and, agree. And I, I want women to feel that when they wear our pieces. The price point, I mean, is this affordable for most women, most people, and how do we get our hands on something from your line? And so there, our price point is they bought two forty eight for the dress, one ninety eight for the Nomad wrap. So between you know like one something and two fifty is sort of our price range, um, which can be affordable for some and can be a little out of budget for others. And so you know what we want to to talk about is dress goals. Is like just save for a few months, put a little bit aside for this piece if you love it, and it's going to help you shop less. So it just becomes more sensible and everyone looks stunning. Will you ever design for men? The answer is yes. In fact, the Nomad wrap that we have, which is this sort of very long or short, because of course you can turn it over and make it short. Um, it's a, a wrap that can be also used as a nursing cover, which is going to sound really funny when I say that we do have male clients and they're on our Instagram who rock this piece. I mean, this is not for... You know, you're maybe not for your fisherman guy, mm -hmm. but it is definitely something for that sort of New York edgy look. Um, and it's, it lends itself to a lot of confidence. You kind of feel like a superhero when you strut around in it. And like, I'm in the grocery store wearing this sort of cape like thing, and I'm like, pardon me, where's the rice? But <laughs> <laughs> you wear your Lulu leggings and uh -huh. cover your bum from the gym. You know, it's like, I am not a, a, a fashionista. And in fact, I really don't follow trends. I just make things that I know are really cool. And anyone can choose any style that suits their aesthetic, which uh -huh. is really important. So there's a tabula rasa aspect to this. But I have male friends that have been beating me up, like, okay, when? Okay, when? Okay, when? I'm like, <laughs> just give me a second. I'm getting there. I got to figure out what you boys are going to wear. So, like, give me a second. <laughs> Well, Christy, you know, you, you mentioned New York and, you know, L.A. and these big cities. Yeah. And the point I'm making is celebrities have certainly come calling. I mean, when you hear that her and Meryl Streep are wearing your line, are you high-fiving the team or did you just take all of that in stride? You know, I, I just, I have to take it in stride. I, uh, you know, these things come and go and I am not a big lover of social media, although it's a huge aspect of our business, right. obviously. We, we don't sell wholesale. So it is, it is very important and I have had the luxury of, you know, finding Meryl Streep was reposting our videos and, you know, we had 32 million views on one alone. Congratulations, and that's impressive. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, it's really amazing the power of social media. It's also really stunning when they can kind of change an algorithm and flip a switch and then you've got to kind of relearn what you thought you knew. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, thankfully, I have a smarter person in place for that because this is not how my brain works. But, yeah, so, like, Yvette Coleman-Brown uh, wore it on the reel, and uh, Mona Scott-Young probably owns more pieces than I do. She's an incredible wow. uh, producer in L.A., uh -huh. the Love & Hip Hop franchise. 
and uh, she actually wore my dress uh, to the BET red carpet that same night that she got it. Oh my <laughs> gosh! That is yeah. amazing. Yeah, so it's just a lot of fun. And you know, with so many styles, you would really, what happened, I think, at least for me, is I find like three or four that I just live in. You know, so it's not confusing and it's not, you know, it's like you just do what feels right. So you might really love wearing it as a shirt mm -hmm. or super casual, or I might wear it as a caftan or over the shoulder or, you know, so you kind of get in the groove of about four or five ways you really love it. And then you can pair it with everything that you already have and love in your, your wardrobe. You know, our goal is to reduce consumerism and fast fashion more than anything is sustainability. So if we can reduce consumerism by way of creating pieces that appeal to a, a huge array of, 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 of clients and hopefully male clients will be a part of that soon. I'm I'm also wondering, Christy, you know, when you started, you were in a totally different industry. So what were some of those markers for you that, hey, I'm a success? Was it that first time you were in a grocery store or you saw yeah. someone, you were surprised to see your clothing yeah. on someone? Yeah. What was that marker of yeah. success? You know what? That's a really fun question. That's a really fun question. The, well, I'll tell you about my first sale which is why I knew I had something to work with. Um, I went to a party in Fort Lauderdale with a bunch of girlfriends of mine. And uh, first of all, they were like, where have you been? You know, you haven't been here. I like, was literally sewing for like a year, a year and a half. I mm -hmm. kept, like I hermited down, if you will. But then I wore this dress to um, a small, it was a kid's party my friend was having. And she's like, what are you wearing? And I was like, well, this is what I've been working on. And, you know, it does this and it does that. And she's like, oh, my God, can I try it on? And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> so I, I literally put her shorts and T-shirt on, which I'm not a shorts T-shirt girl, and her flip-flops. And she bought the dress off my back. Wow. And so that was the first sort of experience of, like, oh, my gosh, okay, maybe I have a little something here. And then, you know, to find out that, by way of sort of this viral stuff. I mean, I stepped off an airplane in Chicago for Chicago Fashion Week and a guy walked across the street and then walked back to me and he's like, wait a minute, you're the morph woman. You do the dresses that change, you do the, you know, and that'll happen a lot in the weirdest of places because it's gotten to be a real small world with this social media. Meryl Streep saying, has anybody ever seen this? I've never seen anything like this. What do you think? On her personal page, right. this is like, she's doing you know it was like what like my friend was uh, like so meryl streep really likes your stuff and I was like, what? the but meryl streep yeah yeah but yeah the meryl streep right it's like six degrees of separation oh my gosh um, i'm so excited for you just hearing that i mean i just can't imagine you. how how good and you know, yeah. just in how reaffirming that must be to anyone who does anything someone who has so many things at their fingertips, you know, so many options, and they chose mm -hmm. what you mm -hmm. put together. Know, right? Yeah, that's it is, impressive. It is definitely a good feeling. And, uh, you know, I've been at it a long time, and I'm not going to say it's been easy. Um, there have been huge hurdles. We have never sought capital investment, not a dime. Um, that also means I don't owe anybody a dime, mm -hmm. but it's been a slow growth process, um, you know, that has come with highs and lows. Like I said, you know, on after some of our biggest, most viral worldwide selling, you know, six months, then COVID comes and you, you, you can't get a piece of fabric to save your life. Mm -hmm. So, 
you know, it's been an ebb and a flow, and we are at a place now where we may even consider a flagship store somewhere in downtown Charleston. Wow, is that more breaking news? This is more breaking news, <laughs> and I'm scared to I'm scared to quite break it, but I'm walking right. in faith. And I'll tell you, Carolyn, without a whole lot of faith, for me, uh-huh. there have been days where I said, "Yeah, this is just too much." Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 being an entrepreneur, as you know, it's just it's not for everyone. Right. There's uh very little security involved. And a year ago, when we lost our home to a fire, oh my goodness, um, we lost everything, including uh, two of our pets, and mm. all of Morph's inventory was is still in our home, uh, our home studio. And so, as we were getting ready to launch our first new piece in over a year, which was the Milan Six in One jumpsuit, which is amazing, and mm-hmm. you'll love. Okay. Um, but we we lost everything, so we oh started from scratch. Last September eighth, we had nothing, and we were humbled and were basically living off of GoFundMe that people from all over the world who didn't even know us were donating to, um, and and wanting to see us okay. And you know, I'm a very open book, and so the brand is is kind of me in that sense and very transparent. Um, about this, you know, I don't want anyone to look at me or look at my Instagram and think, oh yeah, well she's got it going on, or you know, if I was whatever, I could have, you know, this is this is tough stuff, mm-hmm. and everybody has their burdens, but you know, I just want people to know that, you know, with faith or whatever it is you lean into, friendship, family, this is never a one man show. You, you need people around you to support you and remind you that you know you can do this. Um, but uh, it's been a longer road than people, I think, think. Um, but we're getting ready. I think we're on the cusp of some really big moves here, finally. And with the support of Clay, my husband. Your husband. Uh, Say that again. My husband, oh, my, my goodness. Husband, <laughs> uh, is, you know, he's really been a tremendous impact and force for more for the, the times where I have gotten tired or I realized that my gift is the creative. Mm-hmm. It's not running the business. It's not meeting with, you know, banks. It's not whatever. Like, that's not where I thrive. I want to be creating. And so he's supported me in that sense and and really, you know, taken this business to a whole nother level where, you know, I would probably, you know, still be <laughs> selling these out of my house and, you know, uh, that kind of thing. So you really need people who wants you to be successful, but first off, wants you to be happy. Right. So if we all get to do what we love and come together as a team, then we have a lot of power, and that's what we're really creating now. And um, so I'm just very, very excited. Um, and at this time in my life, I'm almost 49, and you know, you, you want to have the, the time that you have left with your kids while they're still under one roof, and mm-hmm. all of those things are so important to me. Um, that I need some balance, and that can be hard for us entrepreneurs, but I'm getting there. I love all that you've said. I've loved every (laughs) moment of this conversation, but this really might be my favorite part to hear someone who is as successful as you are to say, you look at my life on social media and you're making assumptions that it's easy and it's not, it's difficult. And I'm also happy to hear you celebrate, you know, your, your partner in this. I mean, he's taken you from, you know, cassette tapes out of the back of your trunk figuratively to streaming, you know, you need that person to be there or, you know, you had, (laughs) so congratulations. (laughs) Right. 
keep me away from computers and things that I could damage. So, yes, but thank you. You're right. And it's I do feel really so important. Blessed. Yeah. So the morph mindset. You know, you're mm-hmm. you're talking about that morph mindset and what you mean yes. by that. Yes. Well, the morph mindset really is about honoring your authenticity. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do believe that when each of us live in alignment with sort of what we're supposed to do or our plan or when we listen to our gut and our hearts or when we pray on something and we have to be willing to take a chance. You know, when we live our authentic selves, then we're happier, we're kinder, we're, we're more in alignment with our hearts. And my goal is that people are willing to take a chance on their authenticity. You know, I've had people from Ireland writing, you know, I've always wanted to do something in ceramics, but never had the nerve. And I just made my first piece. And now I'm going to have a little store because of you. And, mm. you know, these types of things, it's, you know, tall trees grow from, you know, small seeds. Mm-hmm. And if I can do it with no money and no training, uh, just lots of heart and uh, a big desire to do something good for the earth. You know, figure out what your intentions are and your motivations uh, behind what you're doing and, and go for it. I think the biggest mistake we can make and the biggest regret I would have is not doing something. Right. But living the other way or wondering what if just is not in the books for me. Right. It's just not. I can't do that, you know? Rich in experiences right that's the only way we really learn Uh right and i think as as we get older i mean you really start to understand that you know take some chances don't wonder start small you know i know a lot of entrepreneurs who start really really big in the beginning and get mega investments and do all of this stuff and then you feel like you're working for someone else Mm -hmm. you know and and so for me it's kind of the opposite it's like i wanted to have the freedom to kind of do my own thing, um, which is important. And then see, you know, the big investments or the whatever you need to do, but get it right first, test things first, see what works, see what serves your spirit and, uh, and roll with it. You know, and it might mean going back to med school. I mean, it doesn't mean you're going to be a fashion designer. You know, I just certainly didn't know that, you know, 15 years ago, right. if somebody told me that I would have laughed and been like, okay, I need a different psychic. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Christy, you also hold the distinction of holding that utility patent on fashion. Uh, That's pretty impressive. Explain what that means. Okay. So now this is very, very cool. Um, About four years ago, uh, I had started this journey. I realized what I had created really didn't exist. And a utility patent is a very lockdown patent in that you can't separate the functionality from the look of a piece. And so by way of its function, it creates different looks, if you will. Now, the only other two fashion uh, brands, if you will, that have ever gotten utility patents have been Nike and Teva on shoe technology. Wow. So this is really looked at it as an invention um, and it's very protected, which gives us a lot of exclusivity. Uh, Should we want to license this patent, say to, you know, an athletic type, if you will, or Lulu or something like that, you mm-hmm. know, uh, companies that are kind of have the same market, but that need to do things that are more sustainable and move away from, you know, just leggings or this or that, but uh, goes hand in hand sort of with their, their ideals and not them in particular, it could be any larger company, but the rollout to get these pieces on more women across the world and across the globe would be amazing. Um, so that really gives us a lot of opportunity and kind of makes us a hot commodity 
in fashion because it really is unheard of to have exclusivity. I mean, you know that as soon as you see the red carpet, you know, by midnight, they're selling the red carpet pieces, fast fashion style, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, for $48, look like Halle Berry. It's like, okay, wait a minute, slow down. (laughs) So, um, you know, we wanted to really stand by our sustainability aspect as well. And that takes time to get the right distributors and uh, really create the right pieces. Um, So it's a slow growth process, but, you know, as long as I think that you get to create some sort of balance in your life, um, then you can stick at it for a while. Now I'll say this, balance I kind of scoffed at for a long time. And if somebody said to me, Carolyn, well, what about work-life balance? Or what about Uh self-care and this kind of stuff? I'm like, you know, I work all the time. I have two little kids. We're going through divorce. We're merging our families. I'm trying to keep this business Uh alive on a dime. And it's like, okay, I I get it now. I get it self-care because, and even if it's just taking a hot bath, Mm -hmm. we have to do the small things that serve our spirit or we can burn out very easily. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot when you feel like your brand represents your heart, represents your, your, your aesthetic, your, right. this, your, that. your identity, <laughs> your identity. And if you don't really uh, hunker down into who you truly are and you do believe the hype about yourself, then you're going to lose it. You know, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, if you, if I believed I was more than a hoity-toity fashion designer and, took all the credit you know it's it's really by the grace of god go i you Mm -hmm. know and and so i don't identify as any of those things i just want to be a happy person and remind people of who they are and what they're capable of that's really my mission Mm -hmm. you know christy pratt congratulations again to you and clay and your blended family it is an amazing story and thank you for putting this line giving women and people more options to look good while protecting the earth. So congratulations on more than I've appreciated this time with you. Oh, thank you so much, Carolyn. You are a pleasure to speak with and a true honor. And uh, thank you so much. I look forward to following your career in the future as well. Best wishes to you. for this episode of Let's Talk. Let's Talk is produced by Eric Johnson. I'm the host, Carolyn Murray. We welcome your comments and advice on our podcast, so please write a review and share the link with others. Thanks again for listening to Let's Talk. Goodbye until the next time. Mm